Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about the God of War Ragnarok Twitter drama, PlayStation getting its own Elite controller, and our deep dive on all our burning The Last of Us Part 1 questions. We'll have all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Greg. That's Blessing. That's Janet. And you can get this episode and every episode of PSI Love You XOXO on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. There you can watch us record it live, get it ad-free, and get the weekly post show. If you have no bucks to toss our way, support us on the Epic Game Store, Fortnite, Rocket League, and everywhere else with the creator code KINDOFUNNY. You can get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the post show over on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe thank you to our patreon producers gordon mcguire fargo brady tyler ross delaney twinning first responder nd olive party from the kf community discord julian the gluten-free gamer alex j sandoval casey andrew james hastings today we're brought to you by shopify and athletic greens but first let's start with a psn message from you blessing ryan poala higgins has written in he wants to apologize to you. Good. But before we do that, what I need to know is, when I did the cold open, did you chew your food or did you pause? Because I'm doing the open saw, but then I looked away when the intro, you had this giant mouthful of food. What was, what, what were we doing there? I pause. So right, be- right before we started, appreciate right, that. when appreciate Barrett that. clicked go, I put in a giant <laughs> bite of uh, cantaloupe into my mouth because I have this fruit salad situation. I did I did the thing again yummy, where I went yummy. to 7-Eleven. What was that, uh, Barrett? I said yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy. I had a really yummy, yummy in my tummy. Uh, I went to 7 Eleven because, once sure. again, I forgot to eat food this morning. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be hungry <laughs> during the PS Love You XL sure. podcast. Sure. Uh, and so I went there, got a little boost of energy of whatever this cold brew thing is. Uh, and then I got the fruit. Can you not read? <laughs> whatever this is. Compound <laughs> cold brew coffee with oat Plus, he just walks original. into the 7 Eleven and grabs the first thing he sees and then just rings it up. It was honestly one of those ones. I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's it says cold brew on it, and I know that will give me energy. And so I grabbed and I bought it. Um, but yeah, I put um, a bite of fruit into my mouth, and then Barrett went live, and I forgot that we don't do the actual intro, yeah. so I didn't want to like chew through your cold open because I felt like I don't know, I didn't want to be rude. I wouldn't have thought it was rude, but I appreciate the professionalism of shifting the food back to the center of your mouth, and then as soon as you can, chewing like like little little rabbit getting through the skin. The tough part of it is that it was a big bite, and so I had to act like I didn't have a huge thing in my mouth. I just had to like sit there like, oh, yeah, no, everything was normal. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Paula Higgins writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, just like you, Candice says, blessing, I apologized. I question you when you picked The Last of Us Part 1, back then Last of Us Remake, for the PSI Love You XOXO versus XCast Fantasy Critic League. PSI Love You XOXO are dominating the league since the main shows have finished for the summer. What are you looking forward to adding to your teams? 
Now, blessing, you are the master of the fantasy. Well, I don't. Program. I don't know if of you're like dominating the the league. Barrett, right you're on our show today, so you're on our side. When you go over to the Xcast, and I already recorded this week. When you go to the Xcast next week, and Paris yeah. is like, "Whoa, whoa Steam Deck." We need, like, we need to my... log those old old guys into the uh, into this website because I they know don't even know. I know they don't even know. That's the big thing. Of course, chat be cool. We're going to talk a lot of stuff about the fantasy draft here, of course, and talk about probably what we should do and what we shouldn't do. Don't immediately go remind them. You know what I mean? Gary, Paris, they said it and forgot it. Mike, he's had so many tarantulas, he doesn't even know he ever did it. We can sit it up right now of what we want to go to the next thing. I don't know. He did, he did pick up the Callisto Protocol, so that's... Uh, Damn. He's, he is, no, he's, he's, I mean, he's definitely aware. Say, he's been I playing did, the whole time. I was very upset about that because I did also bid on the Callisto Protocol, thinking that everybody else had forgotten about it. So when I saw he got that, I was like, fuck. All right, he bids high, too, because he also... Didn't he also well, get um, Pokemon? Like he dro- He'll drop like $10 without thinking about it. Yeah, yeah right now, Snowbuck Mike, on, right now Mike only has one. Mike only has fifty eight dollars left in his budget. If you missed this, remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash kf league and watch us in a fantasy critic league. It's basically like fantasy football or whatever fantasy sport you play, where you draft games. You have a budget of a hundred dollars though. Once that's done, and you can spend it as you see fit. Obviously, people with the best scores off of Open Critic, those are applied as points to the things, also negative points to the things, and then at the end of the year, we'll know who wins the trophy. I think I have upstairs. I've never actually shown the trophy because remember, I got delayed like three weeks when I ordered it or whatever. So, blessing, don't put more fruit in your face yet. Mm-hmm. We, you and Janet are going to have a conversation real quick about what your next moves are. I'm going to go grab the trophy. Okay. Now I feel. Do I, I, I always imagine just seeing the trophy when we earned it, but this is okay. Yeah, too, I didn't actually realize he actually bought a trophy. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to kind of look at what everyone else has. Basically, the way I do this is I look at what I. I'm looking forward to, and then I see of those, do I think any of those are going to really score high? So something like, let me do a quick search and see. Like, this is a small one, but like Baron Breakfast, no one's picked that up. I feel like that will at least be, I'll at least break even, and I can probably get it for a dollar. So like maybe I'd pick that one up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Midnight Fight Express, I'm not sure how, if I want to pick that up. I know there's a there's demo, a demo. Out. Yeah, check out that so, demo. You played that, right? Because I saw you post about no, it. I don't know if you actually I... played it. I haven't played it oh, you're yet. You're false flagging the the Twitter posts over here. No, right I'm slowly the... I'm slowly making. I downloaded all those games to play through the demos. I played some of them, but I've like been taking my time with it because like why play everything in, in one night? But also, right. as you're going through it, I do want to shout out that like you know right now I have four spots open on my thing. I have make I, I have throughout the week made bids on games nice. that would fill nice. out the rest of my catalog. And are you going I mean, off stuff you saw at Summer Game Fest? Your cal- catalog, wow. Yeah, and I'm I'm going off of stuff. Yes, that I saw at Summer Game Fest, stuff that they revealed during E3, Xbox's thing, PlayStation's thing, and, and sure, Summer sure, Game sure. Fest Live, uh, and stuff like like now we're at the place where I think we know for the most part how the rest of the year is gonna shape out, and that's been my whole strategy is I'm not gonna make bids early, right? I feel like it's during E3 season and now non E3 season where things really shape as far as how the rest of the year looks, and so I've been waiting for this exact moment to make those bids, and now I've made those bids. Yeah. See, that I, don't know if I, wanna, I don't know if I want to show those cards yet or not. Well, it's just us. It's just us talking. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to say what you bid. I guess you would have okay. to because he's asking you what well, you, you could what say what you bid on, but not how much you bid on them. You know, I can tell you. Give me, give me like I, I, I would it's feel like, like some like, of them like are pretty self explanatory. You know, that one fighting game, I'm guessing, right? Which one? Oh, oh God. Yeah. You really can't remember Street Fighter? No, that's not. No, no, no. Street Fighter is next year. I did. I mean, DNF do I bid on a while ago? That's already on my my roster. Um, yeah, I yeah. did. I, so I bid on Pentiment from Obsidian. Okay. Because sure, I don't even. That looks like one of those, you know, nerdy, nerdy ass indie ass games that only a specific group of people will play and review. And I think that game is going to be quality. I think that game is going to live up to 
oh, this is a really great Obsidian game with a lot of heart put into it and a lot of quality put into it for the kind of game it is. I'm not going to play that game. That game does not look like it speaks to me, and I'm not sure like how many people are going to check that one out. But I think that game is the right audience checks it out. Yeah, the right audience people review that. You're all set. Exactly. So that's one that I put in there. Another one, uh, Metal Hellsinger. I got yeah. to check that yeah, out. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Fest. That's a good one. Yeah, that game seems dope as hell. And I'm actually getting my hands on it. It plays dope as hell. And there's so many people I've talked to now, like Andy loves it. Uh, skill up uh, over from YouTube.com slash skill up loves it. Like everybody who I've talked to that's checked out that game really digs Same. it. And so that's I've a smart one. Put it on that one. Um, Soul Hackers 2, I've been on. That oh, game interesting, seems, yeah. seems very quality. Yeah, we uh, like that. We like to spell that, yeah. Yeah, we like that. And like going back, Shin Megami Tensei 5, I believe, had a pretty good Metacritic score. And so, like, going off of the pedigree of that, if Soul Hackers 2 does the same thing for Soul Hackers, I don't sure. think that does well. And then Escape Academy, I bid on. I think that's a game that's going to come out and, and uh, catch a lot of people in there. Yeah, yeah. We're all talking about the same stuff then, which is good, which is good. Because again, we are, remember, ladies and gentlemen, we play as a team. It will add up the scores for PS I Love You, add up the scores for XCast, see who wins. But then on the winning team, whoever gets the most points gets this coveted trophy. Hold on, Bear, bring it back to me. This coveted trophy that wow. took like six weeks to get here for some reason, but it's you know, pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, like that. There you, can, you can read it there. Yeah, oh, fantasy wow, draft. Yeah. Look at that. That's yeah. cool. Not too shabby, everybody. We'll really see cool. who takes it home. Man. We'll see who takes it home. I have to make uh, space for it on my shelf. Well, yeah. What are we at right now in terms of the rankings? So uh, currently, uh, at least from what we were adding up uh, in theoreticals yesterday, assuming that like uh, blessing was going to get uh, his max points from. Neon White, and I think Paris sure. getting his max points for TMNT. TMNT. I think the X-Cast crew is now at, like, roughly 116 points, and I say roughly because they do, like, the point, uh, like, 87.16 kind of stuff. So they're yeah. at roughly 100, 116, and PSI Love You is currently roughly at 104. So you guys are catching back up. You guys, were, were, you guys were down, like, 30 points for a while. Yeah, but you know how it is. It's not, you know, this all comes together at the end of the year. That's where we really got to worry about it. That's where the yeah. rubber meets the road, Janet. Yeah, that's why I need to. Don't forget, I got God of War Ragnarok. Come on. Yeah, yeah Greg, Greg having God of War Ragnarok is going to be huge. Because now I'm very confident that that game is probably going to see 2022 based on how Koi Barlog is sweet and not to get ahead of myself. <laughs> not to get ahead of yourself for the rest <laughs> of the show. Correct. Uh, and then, Janet, I came in late, but you were you already talking about your next move? Did you already make it? Um, yeah, I just mentioned a couple, like how usually I just look at whatever my release calendar is that I make for myself and what do I think will score decent. So stuff yeah. that I am going to consider or at least score above 70. Because also if it's like sure. an indie game that's small enough that no one else is picking it up, like I don't mind spending a dollar and only getting a couple points. So stuff like, you know, Baron Breakfast might fit that bill. Midnight yeah, Fight Express might fit that bill. Um, I'll have to I actually have to redo my um, calendar because I missed all a bunch of like indie stuff. Like I'm going to kind of take a look at whatever Devolver has going out. Like I already yeah. have Cult of the Lamb. Their games are usually pretty solid, especially again. This isn't about do I love the game or do I find it to be like the most critically. Acclaimed. It's what do I think people are going to rate it and how will it generally perform? Um, and that's always so, yeah. the hardest part is so many times I want to put games that I'm excited for, but, but I've been burned before in fantasy critic, right? A game that I'm excited mm -hmm. for that I think is going to do really well. just doesn't perform that way. Sometimes and that's how I, feel I know about... that those will suck too, though. You know, like when I got well, like, blue, so... like that was a big W, even though it was a personal L cause I was excited for that game yeah. and I did beat that game. My thing was I, like, like for game. bear and breakfast, I look at bear and breakfast and I get, um, I get, uh, you know, the uh, PTSD of last year with, no, not a Cozy Grove, with uh, uh, To the Rescue, the dog shelter simulator mm. game, which I booked thinking, hey, not many people will review this and it'll be a fun simulation game. And I forget what it got. I think it was like last year of 74, 76 or something. It got me a few points, but 
This is when I was up against like, Blessing, who was just putting up double digits, double digits, double digits, just destroying. You know, Baron Breakfast is definitely like, I'm excited for that game, but it could totally slip below that. Like, there is a world where I see that being just an okay game, even from, like, a wide slew of critics. Like, I look at something sure. like Paparazzi, a game that I was looking forward to, a game I reviewed, a game I reviewed fairly low. I think I gave it a 2 out of 5, and I was debating a 1 out of 5, because it ran really poorly for me on, on Xbox when I played it. Um, that Metacritic is at a 70. So it's like, that wouldn't get you anything, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is this going to be a paparazzi memoir blue or is it going to be more like you know cozy grove i think is a good example where that one's kind of a mixed colloquial vibe but i think on metacritic it does okay so those can be hard to assess so i'll have to kind of just think a little bit more see like metacritic it's like a 71 72 it's like okay is it worth the risk i don't know but i'll have to look over that and plan it out because I've been kind of I feel like I've been a little bit asleep at the wheel a little bit on fancy critics so I want to get back into it and make sure that I'm well, not yeah, such being a big, killed by blessing such a big part of it's hanging off and waiting to see what happens at E3 you know what I mean mm -hmm. in the, or the E3 time frame and what gets announced one of the ones I, I want to throw out there too that I forgot to mention because uh, er earlier this week I tried to bid on it and for some reason the website wouldn't go through it did go through today and I think that that comes with uh, some updates that we've gotten today uh, overwatch 2 I think mm. that's going to be, mm. be a very uh, big one, right? Because Overwatch 1 yeah. is a killer on Metacritic. Overwatch 2 is coming in with, like, a different sorts of weirdness because yeah, it is, yeah. like, more iterative. It does feel like more of a big update. But I think even still with that, it's going to be big. It, it could be big for Metacritic given the game coming out open and critical, actually, right? like, or Open Critic, yeah, you're right, uh, coming out and actually living up to, oh, this is bringing in the same quality that we expect from Overwatch. If that's the case, then I think it might get high 80s right and so like that's one that i just put another bit on uh in the in the situation where i don't get the other four games that i bit on but that's one to keep an eye on mm -hmm. greg i need How you to do you stop decide? Uh, jedi survivor by the way oh, no, I see, the request has been made okay okay remember this you... Ask you make your request on bids and drops and then they happen on a calendar thing yeah jedi survivor yeah yeah that's not, not this year that... oh okay. oh did he get on your thing yeah i had it from the draft uh... draft from when we went from way back in the day yeah gotcha Jana, what are you saying um, I was just going to ask before we move on, how do y'all decide how much money to put down on these games? Because I kind of ran into that earlier this year with like Pokemon, where I put a couple of dollars, nothing serious, but like Mike put like 10 or 15 or something. And obviously, like there's my own cutoffs for how much I may want to spend. But how do y'all decide that? Usually for me, it's I'm trying to pay attention to how many people are paying attention. I think this is such a long thing that it's often I think, you know, again, if the chat doesn't screw us over. I'm looking right at you, chat. Don't screw us over, people listening. If you don't go tell Paris about this, he's not going to remember. so many look games at, that will not release. I and that's know. my thing is nobody tells Paris. He's clowned out. It doesn't matter. He's over. We don't have to worry about it. I, we tell him. We tell him every week, and they just don't They don't log in. To what's his, do what's his fucking excuse? He's playing a Steam Deck. Can't be bothered, huh? And he's taking pictures of his Steam Deck. Oh, clown. I do. Clown. I do play the long game when it comes to spending money. Like for games that I'm bidding on for, let's say the first half to like maybe the mid part of the year, I'm only bidding one or two dollars. That way, that uh, once we get into like August ish, if there's still a space that I have open, yeah, uh, or if there's a game I want to drop, or if, there, if like some big game gets announced right for the fall that everybody has all all eyes on, my goal is to be able to to bid a ninety seven dollars on a thing like that and make sure that nobody else is able to get it. So I'm pretty I'm pretty stingy with my money in that way. We shall see, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it posted on kindoffunny.com slash KF League if you want to watch everybody battle it out for the kind of funny kind of funny 2022 fantasy draft championship. I don't know what I put on there. It doesn't make much sense. We didn't know what it was and I did it. I will so. say I'm I'm playing this game more so um I feel like in competition with you guys when the X Cast crew. 
right? Because sure. like they're not paying attention. It's not like Mike doesn't know what he's doing, right? Like I see you guys as guys that actually see, pay and attention and know be how to the play the game. The downfall of the PSI Love You team because they like at least Mike is trying to wrangle them in thinking like a team. The less you guys think like a team, the less likely you guys are going to actually come out on top, and any of you actually get the trophy. You know, but like look at look at the scoreboard right now, right? I think uh, Janet is in the lead. With, mm-hmm. like, four of her games being released. You know, those being Sifu, Lego, uh, Pokemon, Legends Arceus, and then Ali Ali World. And you have 50 points, right? Which is the highest out of anybody right now. I'm looking at... Harris um, is only one point behind her. And none yeah, of his like, games are coming out. None of his games are coming out. You know, like, by, yeah, exactly. by the time everything lands for the end of the year, that's going to come back to bite him. And even with... with rally, but we'll see. We'll see. But even with me, right? Like, I'm feeling very good about my roster. And, like, once I fill out the rest of it, I'm going to feel very good about it because... I don't know. I don't think I've dropped any of my games yet. Um, and like the ones I have on the board are Ellen Ring and Neon White, and those both have done very well for me. Like the one thing that's fucked me up so far is that I counterpicked for some reason Korean the Forgotten Land, which actually did very good. But then I look at the rest of my list, and it's like Bayonetta three is probably going to come out this year. Last is part one. We got the, the confirmation on, and I'm sure that's going to do incredible. Hollow Knight Silk Song, we'll see, but I think there is a chance that that could come out, come out this year. Saints Row, I think will be fine. DNF Duel is going to do good, and Xenoblade Chronicles three is going to do good. Right. Like I'm feeling and, and that leaves me more space to like get those points where, you know, like Janet has already like, you know what, four, ga- four games filled in there. I have I have p- potential. I have potential to grow there. OK. Yeah, I'm feeling good. We'll wait see probably right, but... <laughs> <laughs> we y'all have wait always been this way. Even from the beginning, like y'all never want to you're like, oh, let's be a team, but like let's not actually like be a team. But again, if we're, we're a you strong know, team. Some of this, I, I already bid on uh the metal hell singer too. You know what I mean? Like so like uh, it's coming to us no matter what, right? Snow Mike Mike yeah. doesn't have the money yeah, to throw around. Yeah, it's like we're going to pass the trophy around. Yeah, but, his house. but again, because, you know, the, could, the but... episode that we finally get uh, Walk Paris and Gary through logging into the site, they both have, you know. What episode of... was that? Oh, well, no, I'm saying when we actually get Oh, well, them, again, like, though, they're through. done. It, Baird, if you don't screw us, mm. Chad, if you don't screw well, us, I play both sides. Them. I play both sides. No, you do, and I appreciate it. Because, you know, no matter what, I win. But here's the thing. No you already what. recorded the X-Cast for this week, all right? Uh, uh, uh. So that means Gary, Paris, and Mike don't pay attention to you again, Barrett, mm-hmm. until next week. And it'll I be too late by then. Paris's budget in the is snare. $98. So there was a point that Paris did go in and bid on something. I remember he got something. Well, well no, he's got. It's in order. Tunic, right? Tunic yeah, Tunic. He was super stoked that he got Tunic and nobody saves the world for a buck apiece. Oh, wow. And then he forgot to play the game anymore. Yeah, we gotta. We'll have a post show at one point uh, for the X cast and and get them in there. Well, for now, let's talk about topic of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you what. We were building PS I Love You, and we were like, let's talk about PlayStation Plus. We've all been playing a bunch of different stuff on there. We'll give a review. And then Bless was like, wait, we haven't done a show since The Last of Us Part One came out, which sounds ridiculous because I feel like we've been talking to microphones about video games in The Last of Us for weeks at this point since it happened but he's right that a summer game fest last of us part one that's right the last of us remake was in fact announced so we figured we would dive into the information we have here and then get into the burning questions blessing janet are you ready I'm yes ready. i'm gonna start in case you missed it ladies and gentlemen uh, over on the playstation blog and join the post in progress as they are talking about the last of us part one With leaps in technology and hardware that allow us to push the limits of the visual fidelity and interactivity, we're thrilled to announce this complete remake of The Last of Us, releasing September 2nd, 2022, for the PlayStation 5 console and in development for PC. 
We've implemented modernized gameplay, improved controls, and expanded accessibility options in this single-player experience to allow even more individuals to enjoy the game. Effects, exploration, and combat have all been enhanced. Leveraging the PS5's powerful hardware, we also implemented 3D audio, haptics, and adaptive triggers. Both returning fans and new players alike will have the opportunity to experience both The Last of Us Part 1 and its prequel story, The Left, Left Behind, in a whole new way. For this rebuild, Neil, that's Neil Druckmann, has uh, the director. Neil has passed the directorial baton to game director Matthew Gallant and creative director Sean Esguy to bring this project to life. Matthew joined our studio a decade ago to work on The Last of Us and Uncharted 4 Thief's End. And then we go to their whole background. Of course, Sean, you all know, he worked on Avengers. Let's not forget. Right there, that's the stuff. We're watching the trailer right now. Janet, what from what you've heard right now, what you've seen in the trailer, what does this do for you? I am generally looking forward to it because I like The Last of Us and I think it'd be a fun reason to go back and replay it. Um, I am still sort of waiting for I, I'm a, I'll probably play it regardless, like to be honest, like I yeah. think that's just where I'm at. Um, it is a big bonus if they redo some of the trophies and don't make one require you to beat it on like the hardest difficulty. That's what I really want. Um, and I am a little bit though. Brady King writes in. To my Twitter, actually, because on Twitter I said, what are your burning questions? And Brady King says, his burning question is, what does the trophy list look like? There's no multiplayer, so I imagine that has an impact. Janet, as you know, I'm obsessed with trophies. You and I enjoy a good trophy list. We're the same people. How's the Horizon Platinum going? We got back to that at all yet? <laughs> no. I feel like I that's going to so be one many... where I... I turn I it I on and like, platinum it before you, even though you've been working on that it. That might end up happening, and I do yeah. fear that. I've, I feel like I've lived like eight lives since we've last talked, even though I technically didn't miss any of the content I'm regularly booked for. Like I did yeah. KFGD and PS I love you. I left to do my brother's wedding stuff. I came back and now we're here. Like I technically did not miss regular content, but so much has happened that so I'm like, that, I yeah. feel like I'm a whole new person gaming wise. So I don't even, I don't even know, but well, also it's, it's I didn't going. realize that was your brother's wedding. I knew you went to a wedding. Of course, mm -hmm. let's compliment the look when that you had Thank the you. one suit look. That was amazing. You look great. You look like Thanks. an adult. You see, you, you see it here talking about toys all the time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, said, you, I was really worried. Like I was... you were going to uh, steal something with Sully. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. that's like 100% wow. the dream. That's what I was hoping to look like and not like a, a boy going to get his first communion uh, wafer, <laughs> which was the fear, which not going to lie, when you had the vest, with the vest and the tie, I think I was giving first communion. But once I took it off, I felt like, okay, this is like, this is pretty good. But yeah, uh, it was my brother's wedding. I was his best man. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. That's why. Great. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was so Look like. Look at Janet here. Look busy. at Janet. That's fresh. Mob, mob boss. You know what I mean? She's up Thank to something. You. I don't trust her. In a good way. Yeah, like the photo. I mean, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch this heist movie starring Janet. <laughs> yeah, it came out really good. Um, I had to like do the speech and everything. And then, you know, like a million like little errands and like, okay, I have the ring. Don't lose them. Like I had like a, a lot of stuff going on. And then in between that, I did like Fortnite and all this other stuff. It was like crazy. But um, yeah, anyway, that's why I haven't. That's one of the many reasons I haven't finished the Horizon Platinum. But we'll see how it goes. So the question then becomes for Last of Us and the trophy list there. I think a lot, obviously, most of the frequently asked questions here are stuff for us just to debate. Inarguably, this trophy list is going to be completely different. Correct, Janet? I mean, I would I would assume so. And then inarguably, this is going to be very similar to The Last of Us Part 2's trophy list, correct? Sure. I, I, I think I, I think there's I think a lot of questions that people submitted over on Twitter for me. And what it is, I think I think a lot of it read like they need to be calm down. It's going to be okay kind of thing where I think the whole point of the last of us part one 
is to take the learnings of The Last of Us Part Two and, of course, the Uncharted series, but where we are modern video games and apply it here, which to me means, of course, yes, this trophy list is going to be incredibly on par with Last of Us Part Two, which means it'll be a fun platinum that doesn't make you do crushing difficulty like it used to be in the Uncharted, that doesn't make you do a crazy-ass multiplayer mode like Last of Us 1 had. That makes sense, right? Blessing. Yeah, and I think you're going to have a lot of the same uh, features that you had in Last of Us Part, Part 2 regarding accessibility and all that stuff. Like, you're going to be able to do all do the thing where you turn all the color off, right? Except for the sure. interactable bits of the world and go through it that way. That way you get all the collectibles that you want. And I, I my wonder is, do you have more collectibles, right? Because in Last of Us Part 1, it was mainly the Firefly medallions. Is that what they were? You had Firefly medallions. Then you had the posters you had to interact with, which weren't collectibles. Yeah. yeah you yeah, also yeah. had, um, there like was the... notes. Like conversation moments yeah. that you had to grab. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, those were like a pain in the ass that to try to like. You, because you I even... I did try to platinum last this part or last this one back in 2013 or when they put out the remaster actually, and that for some reason somehow I missed one dialogue thing and that fucked up my whole run. Yep. yep yeah, well, like and so. Yeah, I think it's interesting that you sort of like couched all these questions that were like about to break down as the the fear and just needing reassurance because that definitely is what i felt as well like seeing it um and then of course it had like an awkward relax that leaked right before so yeah, then it was like hey and it's like and i get acknowledging it because you kind of like have to but i do I, I felt the weight of the leak in the presentation which i think really hurt the excitement around um the game because like you could tell that everyone was kind of like yeah i mean this would have been really cool if you didn't see it and so I, it felt like the energy was low and then I, I felt like I didn't get what I wanted to get from the showing of it. Um, and that does make me less excited for it because I didn't feel excitement. I didn't feel a reason to get excited for it from the way that it was presented. No See, offense to the people that spoke about it, but. I feel like we would have had that regardless of the week that happened right beforehand because it was the morning of Summer Game Fest where the uh, PlayStation Direct thing popped and you had the trailer and you had all the screenshots and all that stuff going in hours before the summer game fest thing and so you had the weight of that but i think even removed from that we've all known that last was remake has has existed uh, for like the last year ever since the the bloomberg reports talked about the creation of last was remake and how he got here from it being passed around from the san diego sony studio uh, the visual arts group uh ended up getting handed over to naughty dog to do in-house and all that stuff yada yada and how like they, there's all these different ideas of like what to do with the naughty dog ip um I feel like we still would have landed in the same place as like, oh, yeah, it's more Last of Us. And even if that hadn't leaked, part of me thinks that we still would have landed here anyway. I think there might have been a little bit of a pop of, oh, shit, it's The Last of Us. Oh, they're remaking part one. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, it looks exactly the same except better. All right, cool. But, like, it's not the it's not the excitement of a brand new Sony IP. I think a big part of it that is, yes, you're correct, that if it had popped unheard of, right, we would have gone through that range of emotions, but I also think we would have wrestled with what we wrestled with when the Bloomberg report happened, where it was yeah. just like, why are you making it right? This seems like we don't need it that we just had the remaster. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's been in the conversation so long that by the time it got here, there wasn't as much. Do we really need this? Does this really need to exist? Of course, there are a lot of questions uh, going around about that and a lot of things to tackle about it. Uh, one of the reasons being, of course, they put out the prices uh, for what you're getting here, right? And what you are getting in terms of content. 
Last of Us Part 1 Standard Edition, just the normal version, is retailing as a PlayStation 5 game. 70 bucks right there. Then there's Last of Us Part 1, the Digital Deluxe. That's $80. Uh, it comes with uh, early unlocks for increased crafting speed, uh, increased healing speed, a 9mm reload speed increase, uh, rifle clip capacity increase, uh, explosive arrow gameplay modifier, a dither punk filter, uh, speed run mode, and then six weapon skins. And then if that wasn't enough, there is The Last of Us Part 1, the Firefly Edition that's going to retail for a hundred bucks available in the u.s uh, direct.playstation.com and includes uh, early access featured in the digital lux i just talked about as well as a steel book display case and the last of us american dreams comics one to four and so how much was that one that one's a hundred bucks oh i thought you said 800 bucks i was like Jesus. Oh, man, no, that'd, be, that'd, be much, that'd be too much for sure that'd be way too much maybe i did and i screwed up but thank you Bear, you for, get a console with it. <laughs> you get two consoles and so again like i when it got announced and they did it and it's Last of Us and it's Left Behind and it's, you know, it's completely redone and yada yada. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And it never dawned on me that people would sell this conversation because we had this conversation back. And I shouldn't say dawned on me. It just wasn't a, one of mine because I feel like we talked about it for so long ago. Yeah. Looking at what you're getting here, Janet, do you care? Do you think it should, is 70 bucks okay? Or I mean, remains to be seen. It's not, it's not exciting, right? Like it's, it, it coming in not like cheaper than what, a normal like a new ip or a new thing would retail for is inherently a bummer because it's it was up for debate like we're not going to be disappointed when we see like you know the next wretch and clank game is is 70 dollars because that's what those games cost sure but because this had the possibility of being lower it is inherently always going to be disappointing that it is that is not that it is not cheaper even if it's like fair you know what i mean like this isn't me trying to say that it's not worth that money in terms of what they need to make back for the time they invested in it it is just that as an audience member and as a fan it is not exciting to see it there and i think a lot of people too are we're, we were debating like how are they going to kind of release this will it be kind of like a bundled kind of big director's cut experience with like mm -hmm. both the games mm -hmm. and like maybe some extra stuff like it doesn't really have those intriguing bells and whistles that we sort of had on our wish list so uh well, again, that's I the thing but it's not exciting to see like this price point in these offerings. I think that's another like. missed opportunity for them here, right? Is again, you are coming to the table with The Last of Us, obviously critically acclaimed game, beloved PlayStation game and franchise now. And you're saying it's completely redone. It's a remake. We're doing it. And we can go through the bells and whistles in a second in terms of what they're doing graphically with it. But for a first announcement, I don't think they did the job of hey of course this is a full time uh, a full price game there is like you know what i mean like i it, later on in the it, the uh, questions here and it, there is a whole thing from felix wood is like is left behind in the main campaign or is it separate like the original piggybacking off that not on purpose but just because that's what trogs do in our live chat right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny games my dog nick 96 says i think it would be cool if they had a mode that inserts left behind the left behind campaign into the game not by default just as an option and what this starts to remind me of as we talk about it is the way tim will Fair, uh, fairly justified criticize the way nintendo puts out remasters or re-releases and does 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 the bare minimum of putting it in there right like is that that would be a really cool feature yeah and if that was if there's that level of hey we know you've paid for this game twice at this point you know we know you've paid, you you've played this game a dozen times at this point we're trying to put things in there that are going to keep you on your toes in an unexpected way because we'll get to like uh, talking about the way it plays and if it's just like last of us and yada yada but 
just for bullet points of the fact that, hey, we thought through the way a Naughty Dog fan would consume this game and we want to give you something different, I think would work in a way to make it shine, bless. Yeah, like I I get why they charge $70 for it. And I also get why the audience looks at that and goes, oh, that's kind of a bummer, right? Because I think, you know, talking about what it is, like it is last is one from the ground up it is them going in making it look like last is part two making the characters look great like if you look by the side by sides there's one one that they tweeted on the playstation account of uh tess yeah looking tess from last is part two or from last was one remastered uh and then tess from this new upcoming game and it looks different right yeah, like, if you look is, at the glow up bear like i put it in there and stuff it's yeah pretty yeah remarkable. like she it's 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 remarkable right and it lo- again it looks like last is part two and this is them putting in like real work into it right like this isn't just a hey like you know up it add whatever put it out this is them going in there like completely redoing it and making the game look incredible and the, making the game play differently play the way a modern uh last of game would play and i think for that like it, it i kind of get the 70 dollars, right like again it is ps5 exclusive it is like at, playstation is viewing this and treating this like it is a new first party game and i think to them with the amount of work they're putting into it I think it kind of does count as a new big first party game, but I think it's just a tough sell for the audience, especially when you call it Last of Us Part One, right? It's not director's cut. It's not Last of Us, Last of Us, uh, uh, you know, crazy edition or like bitten edition or anything. Last like of Us right? Crazy Edition. Yeah, Last of Us Wild Edition. Like it's not, it's not that. It's Last of Us Part One in a way that I think for them they're just trying to sell as a new thing, and it, sure. that isn't landing with the audience. Like I, I love the Left Behind. Uh, like a left behind uh, mode that you're talking about where it is cool inter- interloop this with the story I love like a bunch of bonus features but I don't even think they're looking at this as a bonus feature thing I wouldn't be surprised sure. if there are talks about the last part one director's cut coming like a year or two from now oh that God. does have those things that you're talking <laughs> there's de- about there's got to be talk about last of us the last of us collection that's one and two bundled together and you assume for whatever their multiplayer mode that they talked about uh, at summer game fest as well with their concept art would also be a part of it but I actually yeah. want to talk about that in, b- before we get out of here. But in terms of Last of Us Part Two, right? If you, you, Barrett, Barrett, if you can throw back up the test glow up, right? This is one that went around, and yeah, a lot of people were like, "Man, she looks way different." Like as you look at this, right? And that was something that they talked about that they're able to get way more out of it. Joe Scrubbles at IGN was reporting on SGF and said this. We got some more details, too. With Druckmann, Troy Baker, and Ashley Johnson appearing on stage to announce that the game features the original performances, but animations have been enhanced. The game features new enemy AI based on Last of Us Part 2, 60 frames per second performance, and new combat options. Again, having that original Last of Us performance capture data, using it here and using the power, I guess, of the PlayStation 5, is going to make these characters look different, but it's going to make them look more realistic. And that's something that, uh, you know, Digital Foundry went into, of course. Digital Foundry has an amazing video up here, Barrett, that I've put in Ari's point here uh, from Kotaku because they reported on, obviously, the video and pulled quotes from it. So Ari noticed over at Kotaku reporting on the Digital Foundry video wrote this. It's impossible to assess whether or not The Last of Us is any fun with 2020-era Naughty Dog controls until the game comes out in September for PlayStation 5. But you can get you can get Digital Foundry, known for best-in-class breakdowns of visual quality, to speak to the graphics. They went deep. Anyone who even tangentially engaged the last week's debate will want to check it out. The big takeaway is clear. Based on publicly available footage, The Last of Us Part 1 is unambiguously more beautiful than the originals. It's especially noticeable in the foliage, which looks to be more lush and full, as if it, sign- it signed up for a plant version of hymns. Facial textures, are he- facial textures are head and shoulders above the original and remastered versions. This is especially notable with details as granular as the creases around Joel's mouth, and the lip sync is actually in tune with the vocal tracks now. 
At one point, Digital Foundry even points out how Ellie's eyes move mechanically in a cutscene from the original, but in the remake, according to the trailer footage, Ellie's eyes are more natural, moving to various focal points on a less of a linear basis. Digital Foundry also compared footage to see how part one stacks up visually to part two. Short version, there's very little daylight between the two, something that's most apparent when you look at the environments. Quote, if I presented these shots without labels, you might assume they're from the same game, Digital Foundry's Oliver McKenzie said over footage of two similar landscape screenshots situated next to each other. The same point stands for the character models, which is also why Joel in part one looks older than he did in the 2013 original to be more in line with his age in part two, period. Obviously, visuals are great, Janet, but I don't know if that's enough right to sell people on picking up and forking over 70 bucks again. Yeah, I, the thing I was really sort of disappointed with from how they unveiled this is that they didn't really talk about the gameplay improvements. Um, again, not and this is not to discount the visual fidelity and the amount of work that goes into that and the amount of like beauty they've achieved in that. But what is going to get people more interested and what I'm most looking forward to is the idea of having some of those elements of the gameplay modifications we see in last of us part two into this now last of us part one and while on the blog they did mention yeah we're gonna have elements of that like the thing that felt that felt damning to me and even though it's like again i don't want to you know this is like live it you're trying to kind of create um a chill environment for developers to be able to talk about their game like the point of these showcases is for devs to talk about their game it's not like we're taking a camera into a behind the scenes interview room like those are very different ways to do journalism and media like they're not going to be a one-to-one -one. but when jeff Keeley asked them if this was last of us 2 gameplay within last of us one they didn't answer that question they kind of just like fluffed by it and we're like oh this is like you know we have improvements and stuff and it's and that makes me feel like it's not going to be as substantial because mm. they didn't grab onto that moment um, and that that kind of bums me out a little bit, like the thought of it not being maybe as robust as we initially talked about in those earlier conversations. And I also think they didn't do a good job at explaining what from the ground up means, because, you know, I watched this with my brother and he's very much, you know, a hardcore gamer and he like listens to our shows and stuff like that. But even for him, he was like, I don't get it. Like, how is this different than like the rematch? So so they made it from the ground up, but it looks the same. And I'm like, well, yeah, because then I kind of explained like what ground up allows for versus a remaster. And I kind of try and, like, and again, that may seem basic and you may think, oh, well, the audience surely understands that. But I would argue they don't fully because I would also argue that I don't fully, you know, like I'm yeah. not as technologically knowledgeable as people that really study this. But what they what I wanted them to do was to sell me on it. They know that they're going to get they know the kind of pushback they're going to get. And it felt like they did not you know, address those counter arguments head on, even though those conversations, like you said, have been online for a real long time. And that made me a little bit less excited for it because they did not sell it. They just kind of showed it. And I was kind of bummed by that. I think they kind of missed the mark there. In the lead up to this, and when we were talking about it, right, it was, okay, it will be The Last of Us Part Two's gameplay is what we all assumed based on what you're reading, right? And again, to the questions I got, right, uh, LFC wrote in and says, can Joel dodge? And it's like, oh man, like, yeah, of course, that's Last of Us Part 2. And I was like, well, shit, right? And then it was the same thing where Eric Matthews writes in, I just want to know how things are being changed mechanically. Will upgrading, weapon feel, melee combat, etc., be more in line with Part 2? Are any of the abilities specifically from Part 2, like, say, silencers or a dodge being brought to Part 1? And I have to say, like, it will be such a disappointing miss if it isn't. If, if they're going to say... that stuff. Huh? No, I don't, I don't think, you'll think see so that either. Stuff. I like, think you'll see I, some stuff. The dodge, but not... like going prone, like Ellie and stuff like that. I think... Well, the, when they talked about 
adding that stuff in for Last of Us Part Two, one of the things right. they said is that this stuff is we're bringing this stuff into Last of Us Part Two because Ellie as a character is more agile. Like she's younger than Joel. Like she's smaller. Like she's able to move in that way that Joel wasn't. And I don't. I think in going back to Last of Us Part One, Joel can't I, lay down. No, man. You see that tummy? <laughs> you can't lay down on this front. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I do think that you you find ways to make the gameplay feel as smooth. The Last of Us Part Part Two. But that's the thing is, I. I think the reason why they're cagey about it, and, and uh, when Jeff Keighley asks about it, is because they're they're pl they're planning to show that stuff in a future showcase or something, right? Like I think maybe it is a state of play, maybe it is a PlayStation blog or a course, random video drop that is them getting more to the details because I do think that that is going to be more newer information, uh, especially for this game where I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna feel like Last of Us Part or Last of Us. Re it's so weird saying Part One and not meaning remastered. Last of Us remastered, right? Like I think. You know, if it's not a dodge, it's going to be something else, right? If it's not going prone, I think they'll add in something new. Like, and that's I, my thing. Like, you cannot come here and be like, modernize gameplay and improve controls, and then be like, oh, well, no. Like, all the shit yeah. that made Last of Us Part II's combat so good, we didn't bring any of that over because Joel's old. And it's like, I get Joel's old. Okay, he can't dodge roll. Fine. Well, I'll suspend his belief. You're telling me this guy can't fucking, can't fucking lay down? Like, and then it does be, you know, then it gets into the same questions of like, uh, Neil Clapp, is there anything new or is it just a frame for frame remake? Like, remember when again, when we were talking about it, I was talking about well, if you bring in Last of Us Part 2's gameplay, you're gonna blow it up, you're gonna expand out these areas, we're gonna have bigger uh, places that's the thing to is, fight you gotta, you... and in the Digital Foundry thing, they were compared, they're like, obviously, there's not much gameplay in there, they did their best, but at one point, they're, they're showing some of the gameplay snippets in like the university and being like, this is the same statue, not the same asset, but it's the same statue. It's the same layer. Like this level design doesn't look different to take advantage of what new stuff would be. That's the thing. Yeah. If you're going to add in proning, if you're going to add in dodging, if you're going to add in uh, a lot of those elements that you had in Last of Us Part 2, you then got to re redo the set dressing in a lot of the levels, right? You got to add in cars where you can like crawl totally. under them and hide and like f find new ways to do that. And yeah, from what we've seen, I don't think they're doing that. And so. I like I'm very curious to see what they're talking about in terms of uh, gameplay being rebuilt. Even though I like I said, I, I probably will still play it. Like I love The Last of Us. I, I technically actually only played the first one once, even though I played that opening like 80 times. <laughs> um, but I think the thing that feels damning to me and again, this is just my personal opinion on like how I reacted to, you know, officially this un unveiling of Last of Us Part One is I am someone I'm among the most excited for this. Like when I heard it, I didn't really have the same kind of beefs. Like I understood where people were coming from where it's like, oh, this game again. But I'm like, yeah, like I'm totally down for it. Like, like yeah, this game again. let's go. Like, yeah, like I was initially the most excited and I left this less excited. And to me, that's damning. And again, I'm just, this is just me. I'm just one person. But the fact that I felt like I really was like, close to the target audience i think they're also kind of gunning for people that again there are new p players on ps5 and they've mentioned that like you always have new audiences you're always trying to get more people in the ip but like i did not leave this excited and i think that's kind of not good in a place where we're supposed to leave things excited you know but i don't know i'll say i, I left this whelmed right i wasn't underwhelmed i wasn't overwhelmed i was this is exactly what i expected it is Last of Us Part 1, it's Last of Us 1, looking like Last of Us Part 2, theoretically playing similar to that. And it looks cool. Like, it looks great. Like, I'm gonna, I'm very excited to play this this fall. But I do think their target audience is all the people who have played Last of Us Part 2 who might not have had a PS3 or whatever when of Last course. of Us Part 1 came out. Um, and then also people over the course of the PlayStation 5 generation who are going to watch the Last of Us HBO show go, oh, man, I want to play Last of Us, get their hands on Last of Us Part 1. Um, and then eventually when Last of Us Part 2 
either comes to the service or if they want to play with you backwards compatibility on PS4, like, you know, those people have that option there too, right? Like, they're looking to sell, they're looking to, to further sell The Last of Us franchise uh, with this title. And honestly, like, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna work for them, right? I, honestly, course. my my one misstep with this is probably the price point. I think the price point is too high for the audience. But again, like, I get why. I get why they do it. I think everything they're doing here is very standard. Hey, we have a thing to sell. Let's sell it. It's gonna do good for us in the long term. And I like. I I, I honestly have little to compl- uh, to complain about here from like a realistic like this is you this is Sony being Sony doing business standpoint. As a fan, I wish it was more. Like, I wish I had more features. I wish this did feel like more of a bonus edition than another another iteration of the franchise but i i feel like this is very like uh, them hitting par on like the golf course here sure and i I think it's i'm not underwhelmed uh i am whelmed as well i think and i i won't be underwhelmed until it's exactly what you're saying obviously they want more pr beats with this you want to reveal things at a later date you want to you know as we get closer to september get people more excited about it so of course there will be a state of flair a blog that goes into detail of what they've changed and why it's great and here's like you know they're holding off on showing you gameplay not because they're hiding it but because they want to drum up hype and get you there right and i think we can get there and see it and hopefully be hey here's this you know fucking radical stuff and why you'd be a part of it right one of the things i thought that of course is interesting too that you're you're 100 right plus hey we have a brand new console hey we have a brand new show we want you to buy this game and have it in the best quality possible and have it be as as representative of where video games are today as possible rather than playing something dated or whatever. And of course, there's the conversation that, you know, if you hate all this and you have PlayStation Plus, you can get, you know, or not even PlayStation, or yeah, the instant game collection right off of PlayStation Plus has Last of Us Remastered in it. So you can go get it for free if you want to when you buy your PlayStation 5. I guess it's not technically a game collection. You know, yeah, it, PlayStation it, 5 game collection. Yeah, yeah, you have to have the PS5 because uh, something that we discovered is that the... Uh, if you just have PlayStation Plus, but only for PS4, right? Uh, the Last of Us Remastered is at that premium tier, so it's like specifically gotcha, gotcha. for PS5 owners. And PlayStation Five is collection. when you buy; it's just the collection. The collection, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's not PlayStation Plus anymore, right? Wasn't the PlayStation Five collection just if you bought it, or was it also tied? I, into- dude, I, it's, it's been so long, and I have it open in front of me. Dude, it, but- like, like y'all should check out the stream that Bless and I did on Tuesday, where it broke it like broke me and i had a breakdown live i was, I was ready to bear it i it was, was like bear might not make it out this it stream. was rough <laughs> it was fucking rough but no i believe if you have ps plus and you have a ps5 then you'd get instant instant access to the ps plus collection which does have last of us remastered okay, okay. and i think that's still the case yeah right i, I, I mean last of us remastered is here for sure and it's free and it's so yeah that makes sense well is that I, can't, I just couldn't remember anymore if it was tied to um, if i bought the playstation yeah, 5 like, without the thing without i wasn't plus. sure because I forgot to look into this, and I think Greg, I think you have your PS5 open now, so maybe do, you can yeah. see it. Can you still access the PlayStation Collection as separate from PlayStation Plus Plus? Mm-hmm. Great question. Right I, now, I, right I thought, now, last I of us PlayStation Plus Plus ate the lunch of PlayStation Collection. It might. Maybe that, you that, might be that's right. probably wrong. I don't know. No, but. well, right now, Last of Us Remastered is on mine, and it has the premium PlayStation Plus premium tag on it. Right, like you can't. Like I'm asking, like, are you able now saying. to like yeah. go into that PlayStation Collection thing? Like, I, I want to say, like, and here's the thing: the UI on we'll talk about PS Plus in a future uh, thing, right? But like, the UI on PS Plus is fucking insane in terms of how they divvy everything up. I do believe I saw a PS Plus Collection tab in there. I, so, I like buried. Yeah, in there that somewhere. is there. Yeah, that's yeah, there. But that's so, under yeah. PlayStation yeah. Plus, so it makes it uh, PlayStation Plus uh, firm to yeah. IGN that the PlayStation Plus Collection will not be going away with the change of the new okay, PS Plus. There we go. Exactly. So, the only thing that changed, I think, was Persona 5 was taken off. But now we're stuck into that. Yes, now we're stuck in the this Last of Us on the PlayStation collection. 
versus Last of Us that they're going to come out with. Now we're back in the Persona 5, Persona 5 Royale conversation yeah. of, hey, we're all these questions. <laughs> Which one should I play? One of them is well, $80, whatever, $70. The other the interesting other wrinkle is something Barrett sent through over on the PS I Love You thing, right? Going to this tweet from Major DCPS, who says, Strange, the Last of Us Part 1 artwork is the background image for the new PlayStation Plus. And then it's the screenshot of the store itself with the new PlayStation Plus, and it's got Last of Us Part 1 up there like the new playstation 5 version so probably absolutely nothing just confusion over that's not part they wanted to remaster and they put that in there yeah. and i doubt to read yeah. too much into it but that'd be fucking dope if they were like listen this game's old so we are putting it out it's a remake and you can't buy it if you don't want to be PlayStation but, Plus. but it's a P- oh, buy PlayStation but Plus. it's technically a ps5 native game but we're gonna put it at the premium tier since it's a remake of an old game god <laughs> fucking i hate it i hate it so much We'll, we'll save, save that anger bear for we actually talk about it. but also like i do think that for that i would think that maybe that is them seeing that as the official all right cool we're updating the last of us art right this is what we view as current up-to-date last of us art the last of us is part of the playstation plus collection i forget if last of us part two is in there but who cares right it like isn't. it is all right cool then yeah it's not it is not it's it not last of us part two is not available for free for anything then we'll just say last of us remastered maybe that's maybe that's the methodology behind it i do think that it would be a, a stroke of genius such a baller ass move to put last of us part one in the ps plus extra yep. tier i mean if you wanted to fucking push people to do playstation plus for sure well, well, it's so be extra tier bless it'll be premium it'll be yeah, you know what because it's they're not gonna do that they yeah. will they probably because would. they did already bless but they have that's the thing is they have no rules like, that's where the frustration comes in is like they've not they have no rules about it P- the last us re- uh last was part one if that were to come to ps plus it would for sure be that second tier i don't think there's a way that they would try to hide that oh my gosh L- l2 right. larson in the they're chat they're not trying to sell I- that at the very least, let's get a Last of Us Part One two-hour trial. <laughs> oh man, that would be like we'll such have, a we'll slap a in the face of the tri- yeah. But like to not get the game, like and I yeah, I don't know. They're gonna sell you the game, and you're and we're gonna buy it. So Mao writes in and says, uh, "Will it update for a small fee if I own the previous one?" As it happens with the Uncharted game, absolutely not. No. no. They're I, I, definitely taking this money on this. Is a in their eyes, this is a new title. Like they are treating this as a brand new PlayStation first party title, and I think, yeah, like don't uh, again. This is a remake versus a remaster, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like yeah. Uncharted, like uh, you could call those remasters. Like they were just like kind of straight porting More. like a uh, native PS5 versions because I think even in the online store, like the titles uh in the playstation store got like rebranded in in and of themselves like the old uncharted 4 page and the old uncharted lost legacy page like got rebranded into each other and stuff like that like though they considered those the same game so that's yeah. why you got yeah. like the discounted upgrade or whatever i think to put it sim- in simpler terms like i think playstation views this the same way they viewed demon souls by blue point where that's a game that i believe yeah. is on playstation plus extra uh not in playstation plus premium for whatever reason even though it's a remake yada 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 uh but for that right playstation talked about demon souls and sold demon souls as if it was a new title right like they in the marketing all that stuff they talk about it being a remake and they know it's a remake and all that stuff but that's so that's so that's so different though because of the gap was so different and also like this has come out so many times that like it is not enough to say we remade it now it looks really good it already looked really good and it does look better like i'm not going to sit here and tell you it does not look better but that gap is not nearly as astronomical as the gap between De- old demon souls and new demon souls which is I mean, why it's both, not enough to get up there and show me two slides games. and yeah but like, and, this and one like got a, it got a remaster I, on ps4 like i understand yeah, but, like, that, i don't like, think that, both- 
I, I agree with you optically. Like, in, in terms of, like, a fan audience standpoint, I'm right there with you that, like, it makes – doesn't – like, Last of Us Part 1 doesn't really need to exist, and I feel less blown away by it in a remake sense because there's been less time. But I think optically, in terms of how PlayStation is treating it, they are treating it exactly the way they treated Demon's Souls. Oh, like, for sure, yeah. And these are both, like – and, I like, to the remaster standpoint, right? like, yeah, like, they re remastered it for the PS4. It did come out on PS3. Right, like it came out like Last was part, Last of Us One came out a few years after uh, Demon Souls, maybe like three or four years. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I and I I do think that in in like in the way that they divvy up the remasters, remakes, all this stuff, this is this is in that category. Yes, I agree as to their rationale. I disagree on their marketing approach because you can't just do the same thing because it's not the same situation, even though the years on the calendar are the same. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you, but I think they're gonna do it anyway. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, I mean, they already are doing it, but that's why I'm like, yeah. oh, you can't just get up there. I mean, you can because you can because you're Last of Us, which is maybe they're like <laughs> it's good enough, you know? Like, we'll bring out the actors and then just whatever. But like, you can't just show me two pictures because the pictures aren't as crazy differentiated because of the work that you've done before. I mean, you've actually done too good a job along the way, and now it's just a little awkward. So I don't know, but. We'll see when there's more to see. Hopefully, there's would, some maybe stuff all that's now, gonna get really exciting. I don't know. But. Would we would we be feeling these feelings if they just shadow dropped it? Like if like, they were just like, like, it's like out now? if they're like one day they're like, hey, we just remade Last of Us Part One. Go ahead and play it. Like it's sixty-seven. It no, because you'd have answers. You'd have answers. Yeah. We would know what the gameplay yeah. improvements are. If it's I'd be really confused as to what. Like I'd have other questions that have that are outside the game because they they, they don't do that. So I'm like, what's going on? Like someone. Just went rogue and <laughs> released this game into the wild. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, I find it a little bit frustrating. Again, you're, you guys are probably right. They're probably just slow rolling the sort of announcements and unveiling of it. And for all I know, you know, a month, two months from now, they're going to do this really cool side-by-side -side gameplay. And I'm going to be, like, blown away by the things you can do and, and the trophies and the whatever. And it's all going to be this conversation is going to be like nothing, you know, it's like they're going to totally fix everything that I have beef with. Um, but as it stands, I'm like, yeah, the way you showed it off, I am not excited with how you showed it off. And it made me skeptical of the product, which I think is a bad way to show your product. But I don't know. Blessing is the biggest factions fan mm -hmm. in the world. We already it's come me. down to what they talked about with the standalone multiplayer. It's me, Sancho West and Golden Boy. We're the top three. Um, I'm glad they talked about it. You know, like I, as the years go on with them not saying anything, you get into the the worry space of, oh, is, does this thing even still exist? The fact that they talked about it and showed concept art, you know, gets me a little bit excited. I do wish they showed more. You know, to only show concept right. art is a little bit of a bummer. And and I think that com comes back to the whole Neil Druckmann section of the uh, Summer Game Fest uh, live showcase, where it was, here's a concept art for factions. Here's uh, some details about the movie. Troy Baker's in it. Like, you know, and here's uh, Last of Us Part 1. Like, I feel like that whole section was just a bit messy. And yeah, to only have the concept art, art here, it was like, oh, man, I wish it was more. But I do think the concept art looks cool, right? Like, you know, we all know that city, <laughs> the city where this takes place in. Like, that's pretty dope. Um, and them talking about how it's like... San Francisco. San Francisco, if you're not aware. Um, them talking about how the, this game is going to have um, as much story and writing and all that stuff that's that are in the traditional Last of Us games. That has me excited and curious on how they do it. Like, we've thrown around so many different ideas and uh, predictions in terms of, is it Battle Royale? Is it more of an ongoing thing? Is it like Destiny? Is it yada yada? And, you know, I still have those questions. Like, the concept art really answers nothing for me because I could see any of those in here um, in terms of what they're trying to show. But yeah. 
um you know i uh, did, he said 2023 did he say we'll see yeah more so they neil talked on there but if you want to read off the playstation blog the two paragraphs of uh me meaning go like this however we can finally announce we're creating something much larger than a mode we're thrilled to share a piece of concept art from our upcoming multiplayer experience which is an extremely ambitious undertaking we're growing our studio significantly to ensure we build this full-scale standalone game with its massive scope and immense world in a way that fans have come to expect that with from the not last of us and naughty dog we aim to make our newest entry into multiplayer inviting to new players while still a thrilling challenge for our more seasoned fans there will be more news to come next year and we cannot wait to introduce you to the team behind this new experience so they talked about there being a story throughout this multiplayer game but yeah you talked about hearing more about it next year yeah i'm i'm, I'm very excited about it um i like I, I we're we're gonna theorize as the months and, and probably years uh, go on for this thing, but like I still do hope that it does feel almost like a Destiny style. I know there is a co-op campaign you're going through with with, with friends, but then also PvP elements as well. Like the four v four stuff is still here. The I would love for there to be a, a battle royale uh, and all all that stuff. Um, but yeah, like him talking about like oh yeah, we're expanding. We're uh, here's the. Uh, him naming the the leads on the project too like it, it it he's making it sound like more and more of a real thing which i really want and i really appreciate and so it, did this do anything for you guys because i know you guys are less oh, yeah. as excited for factions no i'm excited i, yeah, you, I just yeah, I, didn't, I didn't play the old one so i can't be like oh all those memories like i don't have those <laughs> but like yeah sign me up i'm down i've been signed up i don't know what i'm signed up for but that you're never just stopped stoked me to be there yeah yeah. No, you're excited to be there. Yeah, I'm in the similar vein where uh, uh, factions didn't do much for me in terms of uh, what I wanted to play or whatever, but I'm down for m more in that world. I want to try it. And, the, you know, everybody looks at the concept art and how they talked about it. It was like, Last of Us meets the division. And if that was fucking correct, I will be insanely playing that. I will play that game. The, like the concept art actually really made me think of the scene um, on the bridge. If y'all know what I'm talking about, I don't know if I have to give more information. You know, when I think they're going from the aquarium or to the aquarium. Like, that's what I thought of when I saw that concept art. And oh, I'm like, I want a whole game that's just that. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. But no, I thought, you know, I'm down. And the fact that they're talking about there being story interwoven with it or whatever. Like, yeah, I'd love yeah. to know what's happening in Last of Us universe outside of Joe and Ellie and what's, you know, the people we've met before. And I do, I do like them talking about it alongside the announcement of, of Last of Us Part One as well, just because for me, Last Last of Us in 2013, part of what that made that game a 10 out of 10 for me was the multiplayer being in there, and so, and I didn't expect Last of Us Part One to have the multi multiplayer, obviously, but you know, I them them like restating, hey, we're still working on this, this is coming, helps ease ease some of that tension for me of wanting to get my uh, wanting to get my hands on Last of Us Part One, experience it the way I experienced it back then, but then also wanting to get my hands on a multiplayer thing, and then also. You know, this all feeds into the machine that is the Last of Us. Again, talking about Last of Us Part One coming this fall, Last of Us TV show coming next year. Like, if you yep. watch the Last of Us TV show, you're gonna want to play Last of Us Part One. And now, cool, here's a big factions multiplayer thing for you to play alongside with, with with your friends. Like, they're looking forward to making Last of Us an even somehow even bigger franchise for PlayStation in the next, let's say, year and a half uh, than it, than it is already. So, and so, looking forward to see how that plays out for them. Me too. We're gonna get so much more last of us and i can't wait but for now let me tell you about what i can't wait for you to try patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can write in and be part of the show you can get your name read on the show as a producer you could be one of the trogs watching live like slacks keegan hill and l2 larson of course if you're a patron on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you don't have to listen to ads but let's guess what ladies and gentlemen you're not watching or listening on patreon.com slash kind of funny games right now so here's a word from our sponsor 
This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been using AG1 the last few months because I figured it was well past time I start thinking about vitamins, but I'm usually not the biggest fan of their format. So being able to drink a flavored water is much more up my alley. And I'm a huge fan here of the fact that it doesn't taste super healthy. It kind of has like this mild tropical taste to it that I look forward to every morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily Daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny this episode is brought to you by shopify shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved only for big businesses to everyone so upstarts startups established businesses content creators alike can sell everywhere synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed i love how shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to across the globe our content creator friends use shopify to manage all their merch sales and stuff. And I recently got Gia a pair of Allbirds from the Allbirds website, which also uses Shopify. So that's an example of big websites using Shopify for their sales. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting on conversion rates, profit margins, and to help you supercharge your knowledge of your sales and your success. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you can get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today go to shopify.com slash kf games right now that's shopify.com slash kf games for a free 14-day trial shopify.com slash kf games blessing tell me what's happening this week in playstation apparently we're getting a playstation elite controller uh this comes from tom henderson at try hard guides sony is working on a genuine professional controller for the ps5 and the company will reveal new hardware in the coming weeks sources have claimed it's believed the code name of the controller is hunt which will have several interesting features, including removable analog sticks, trigger stops, and rear buttons, aka flappy paddles. These claims yeah, of such hardware—we gotta love those flappy paddles. Uh, these claims such of, of of such hardware came alongside pictures of the alleged prototype, which has been sent under the condition that the pictures are not published uh, and the source remains anonymous. Pictures of the controller keep the classic PS5 style, but show a few key differences. One of the big differences, uh, one of the big changes is buttons under the analog sticks, which allow you to completely remove the analog sticks in their components, which Sony refers to as removable stick units. This presumably means you'll just be able to, you'll, you'll just be able to be a stick unit rather than a new controller if it develops stick drift, uh, where, uh, where your analog stick drifts uh, one direction without uh, moving. Another feature includes the trigger stops at the back of the controller, in addition to flappy paddles slash buttons that have become increasingly popular over the years, with players turning to companies such as Scuff Gaming and Nacon Nason, Nacon, uh, for such controllers. The prototype also features grips to help hold the controller, which also seem to be removable. You guys in for the PlayStation Elite controller? Mm, no, I'm good. Maybe not, just because it's like it's probably a little overkill for what I'm doing on my PlayStation, which is like mostly single player experiences. And like I don't think, you know, not to uh disparage myself, but I don't think the uh 
the hardware is why I'm not doing like better at Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just, I think we got other things to work on before, you know, like not throwing chug splash at your enemies, um, stuff like that. So probably got a little bit away, but I'm interested in it. I'm glad I like the idea of them making it. I also like the idea of it being a rumor that they haven't announced that maybe it's kind of far away. Cause I just bought another controller. I bought the, um, the god was it actually called the pink one i don't know Cosmic. the nova pink controller it. yeah um you may be wondering why i haven't taken it out of the box if you're watching the video version it's because i also got the face plates to match with it Whoa. they come out june june uh, 18th i think or 17th maybe 17th maybe today i don't know they come out soon i'm gonna and then i also bought the okay so then they're are they already out? Oh, you got, you got the or pink one? No, I have uh, FTC disclosure. No, I got the package from PlayStation. Okay, that said yeah. all over or whatever. And I thought of you, um, Janet. I want you to know. I remember, I actually hit up Joey. I was like, was it you that said you wanted the faceplates? And she's like, no. And I was like, shit. And then I Googled it. And I was like, oh, it was Janet. It was Janet. And then I looked and of course, you requested the pink. And I was like, oh, sorry. I want the pink. So no. It's all good. You yeah. can always, you can just send me the money. Uh, don't even worry about it. Um, no, no. I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I'll just, it's a write-off. Um, but PlayStation, I said, I'll give you my address if you want it. Um, but I also got the external, the, the, the freaking nothing external, oh, the internal, the storage. I'm doing a whole PlayStation makeover. I'm tired of living the life I've been living and I'm ready to live a better you, life you where I'm not deleting everything. You went the full two terabyte, huh? Yeah, you got to. I, I you got to. I'm so but, tired. I yeah, you're 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 you sent the <laughs> PSI love you slack. You're like, hey, I'm tired of living this life. And I was I have never not in a scary way even nearly hit the cap. Uh like I have you're updated. Lying. I'm not. I don't like on your PS5, like your internal storage? My internal storage, I've never used external storage for PS5. I've barely ever hit like a, a cap. You know, damn, I feel my wow. up all the I time. feel like I have the cap, and I have like a good time. like eight or nine games, and it's just like one of those things. Like when I'm done with a game, I'm gonna delete it. You know, like I played the quarry, I fucked up the ending that I wanted to get, and I went back, did the last chapter one more time to get the ending I wanted to get. Got that, and I was like, all right, cool, deleted it, boom. Mm. I don't know, but, and, well, need- which is weird because I was the exact opposite for my PS4, where I was so like, you know, I need to look up the the Greg Miller video where it teaches me how to like take out the the. Uh, hard drive, drive and, uh, yeah, take yeah, off yeah. the plate and stuff like that so when i get a ps4 i know what to do and stuff like that and like i had two terabytes on that ps4 pro uh, i'm very like yeah. i'm very much like in a particular audience because like i do play a lot of multiplayer stuff and so call of duty alone will fill up half a ps5 mm-hmm. and then once i add in overwatch or apex or something or fortnite yeah, the or whatever mul- multiplayer thing i have is like fortnite which i doubt is ever like ever going to be That's near fun. that right yeah, I mean, not near Call of Duty. Well, nothing's near Call of Duty. But I'm, yeah. Fortnite, I want to say, that's pretty big, though. That's like, what, 60, 70, I imagine? I don't know. They I got a lot of so. skins in that game. Got Spider-Man in there. That's what it is. It's the skins <laughs> that are doing Batman it. Batman it's in it's all skins. in there. Um, Ooh, wee, yeah. coffee. Thank you. So, so, yeah, not to derail the conversation. Okay. But, like, I think these updates are are cool for people that want them. Um, so far, Here's my I, thing. I just bought the ones that I wanted. And, yeah, for my storage stuff, like, it fills up all the time. And it's it's one of those things, too, where, like, I'm tired of having to like constantly manage and make these big decisions on, okay, like I download GTA five. I don't know when I'm going to play it. Do I want to delete it? If I delete it though, I can't ever be in the mood to start GTA five because then I'll have to wait like an hour to start GTA five. Then I got a couple games I'm playing with like other people that I keep on there. You know, Isaiah's like, why don't you just delete Sackboy? I'm like, I can't delete Sackboy because then if you guys are ever down to play Sackboy, I'm going to have to redownload it. And by the time re- that's going to cut into time. Your life is going to be changed um, once you install this much, thing. The well, why don't you just start platinum in games? You keep saying you're platinum horizon, just platinum horizon be done with it 
Yeah, I'm tired of having to do that though. And you know, and I and and I'm now like all in on PlayStation. That's like my main place that I play. Like last gen, I was mostly on Xbox, and I had an external storage for that at a certain point. But anyway, so yeah, I had to finally get it. I'm excited to get to f- fucking take a screenshot and not have it be actually you're out of storage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm out of storage yeah. for everything. Real and then quick. like, yeah, it's this whole thing anyway. Real I'm going quick, everybody, we're gonna go around. We're doing round robin. If you know the answer, if you looked it up while we're gone, don't. I have Fortnite over here. I've looked at how big Ooh. Fortnite is. Mm. Blessing. Price is right rules. Closest without going over. How big do you think Fortnite is? $60. Sorry, 60 gigabytes. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, how big do you think Fortnite is? Mm, 28. Barrett. I'm looking at a 500 gigabyte uh, SSD uh, to possibly get for my PS5. Um, you don't need it! <laughs> get the two terabyte, then you don't got to think anymore. Yeah, you don't have to think with the two terabyte. Um, I'm too busy don't to think not think. Just download everything. Janet, you said 28? Yeah. I'm going to go 30. Ladies and gentlemen, Barrett is your winner. Fortnite's uh, size on my PlayStation currently is 34.39 gigabytes. Wow. See, look at that. That's how you compress Activision. Congratulations. (laughs) Them audio files probably like fucking 90 gigs a piece just for a fucking like voice line for one character. Anyway, So long story short, I'm glad PlayStation is making an Alita controller. I I won't use it because I'm like Janet. I'm just making narrative choice games. I don't need back paddles. I I suspect this Elite controller thing to be true. I hope that it doesn't come out soon because I literally just gave Andy Cortez $150 for the scuff controller for the PS5. Did he order two? Uh, I think he saw another one that he wanted to get. Yeah, so he gave the, there, there was like uh, more. He ordered one, and then like more customization uh, options came in gotcha, like gotcha. a week after he had ordered one. So yeah, and so if anybody wants to buy this for a hundred dollars, let me know. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, cool, cool on them. I'm glad they're doing it. Like it's been highly requested. Uh, so go get in place. Now make the design lab. Now I make the same thing. See, that's what I want. Give me a. Even though they're doing great right now with colors, I am appreciative. I love the I love the kind of funny blue and then the pink one. I want more game specific ones, but that you sure. know maybe that'll be coming with bigger releases that may or may not be coming out. I don't know. Like Last of Us Part One. Could you imagine? Just a controller covered in like clicker guts or whatever. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not. That's why I don't do the controller design because that's not my job. Uh, next up for this week in PlayStation, what is Corey Barlog hiding? This comes courtesy of two tweets from Corey Barlog's timeline. First of all, Corey Barlog is back on Twitter. I think that's first and foremost. That, which means that he Welcome. has something to say. First thing that he came through and said uh, is mm. uh, he quote tweeted David Scott Jaffe because David Jaffe tweeted out. Uh, remember, remember that Sony insider pal who said God War Ragnarok 2022 was still on? Well, another Sony insider pal texted me to, today to say it's no longer locked in and the release date is TBD. Maybe 2022, maybe not. So fuck if I know. 50-50 at this point. Uh, man, when are they going to announce that a, a release date? Corey quote tweeted that with a gif of Kratos coming out of the shadows and saying, wait, what? Question mark. Uh, That's tweet number one. Tweet number two came about a day after. Uh, He tweeted out, Steam Deck arrived, dot, 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 but probably won't get to play it for a while because I'm currently playing this other thing. He then posts a picture of his hand with a dual sense inside it. It's happening. It's happening. We are Bruno already told us God of War Ragnarok was coming in. He's planning the horizon. But I, I love the meme, uh, the meme uh, responses that like, oh, the PS5 uh, uh, bar isn't on. That means you're probably playing it on PC. God of War Ragnarok coming to PC too. Oh, there's, yeah, there's a mouse right next to the like the controller. That's true. <laughs> probably just the dev kit. But yeah, anyways, does this mean anything? Pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, it does. He's playing. I I think that you know. Corey can't he's be playing, He's playing us. That's the thing. Corey's no, playing his own Corey's game. Playing he's playing us on Twitter. He's playtesting. Play yeah. He's having a it's good time. Happening. I think it's happening. I think I, did, I, did 
I don't think he would. I don't think he would tweet it if it's not happening. Because I like. I feel like you don't want to be Corey Barlog and be wrong in the situation. I mean, here's where the thing. Where it gets delayed to 2023, and it's like, Corey, what about this tweet? Oh, I was done playing it. You know? I mean, he also tweeted for the longest time. He never, he didn't know what God of War Ragnarok was, right? And we did see like another break. Uh, I was looking back at like he was active in December and then didn't tweet again until like March. So he has taken like, these kind of like long breaks and then like has has disappeared. Uh, where yeah. he literally tweeted this. So yeah, we'll see. I think I think the fact that his his hand was almost forced by this Jaffe tweet. To, to make a response right and then i think that this is a follow-up to that to be like no we're, we're not you know to kind of answer those questions because i'm sure as much as we're sick of talking about it and we just wish we had a date i'm sure sony santa monica is sick of everybody doubting that they're actually going to hit it this year yeah that's the thing is i finally got to the point where i'm like i don't care anymore wow. the game out whenever i'll yeah. play it like i can't i can't keep doing this back and forth of like is it coming out this year Plus things exhausted. Year. Do your job. i'm fucking <laughs> exhausted like i'll play the game both, <laughs> just to both me and blessing are just living on the edge i'm like I'm, i don't got the storage blessings mind is just deteriorating <laughs> now here's here's the thing i want to i want to do a thing where i read in to to things that are probably nothing right this playstation elite controller apparently was what a few weeks away from announcement god of war ragnarok i think it was jason schreier who was saying that like Oh man, yeah, or maybe it wasn't Jason. Somebody was like, "Oh, they're gonna announce it like later this month or like later in the season of what the release date is." Is there a chance that this stuff is all bundled up together? Is there an event where we'd get both the announcement of the PlayStation Elite controller and a God of War Ragnarok release date? No, under no circumstances. I don't think the so. PlayStation also... Elite controller will be a blog post, yeah, and they don't God seem of War to... will be a trailer and you know blog post, and then probably maybe state of play. They don't seem to really show much um, hardware accessories like ever in a big way, yeah, um, no. which I, I kind of wish they did, but they don't seem to care to. Like, I like even a, with the face controller like, feels bigger. I mean, they barely even even with PSVR 2, wasn't that also initially show was was that initially on the blog or was that somewhere else? I think it was on the mm, I don't know. VR 2. Did yeah. they go to Wire? Remember, it was, was talked about. They talked oh, about it, was, it in the interview yes. and then then they they dropped the actual look of it on it, the blog yeah so fairly certain on that feel free to correct me if i'm wrong Chat. so yeah i don't think they're going to but it could they could still happen around the same time but i don't think they'd be in the same like moment like and then what are you playing it on you're using the paddles you're paddling yeah, you're just watching i would love they'll they never do this but i would love for them to announce like the god of war ragnarok state of play and it is them showing 15 minutes of gameplay them announcing the release date and then it's the final trailer it's got a, it's a kratos you're controlling them or you're controlling atreus because atreus killed him um and then there's a zoom out and then you just see the hand like the cory brawler's hand see them <laughs> put the face plate on and that's how you know what we're in for or whatever <laughs> it's like oh shit they put on the god of war ragnarok faceplate on the ps5 you sit back and it's a god of war ragnarok elite yeah. controller who i wasn't trying to put my faceplates on <laughs> <laughs> uh let's round out this week in playstation talking about gran turismo specifically the movie we now know what that movie is thanks to justin kroll and Ooh. patrick types at deadline sony has set an august 11th 2023 release date for gran turismo the video game adaptation from director neil blomkamp and columbia pictures jason hall wrote the screenplay and playstation productions asad kizzlebash and carter swan serve as producers alongside doug belgrad and dana brunetti Here's the updated logline. Based on a true story, the film is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional race car driver. Greg Miller, are you going to be watching this movie in theaters day one? Not a chance. No? No. Sorry. I, I mean, I was, why, why would I? What, what, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what, why would I? <laughs> I was having a conversation with Janet, and I like. I realize I realize that like the only thing they're missing here is a star actor. 
if you tell me that like <laughs> Justice Smith is playing the, re- the lead role and show me a good trailer, I'm there day one. I think this sounds fun. It sounds fun for sure. It's just it just doesn't do it for me. Of like I don't I don't care about cars and racing, so I'm good. Just his drama inside of it sounds like you know what it sounds like. It sounds like a great movie for the next time I'm on a flight to Montreal. Yeah, on Air Canada, Canada, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll play this with captions on while I take care of Ben. And yeah, I see Justin, Justin or Justice, Justice, Justice Smith, like over there, you know, doing his thing, racing cars, being good at GT, thinking over there, you know. No, you're a fucker. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucker. You're a fucker. That's the line of the game. That's the line of the what a. I forget, like, the Ghost of Tsushima is a movie, right? That they're yeah, that they that's, announced. A, that's a movie. That's an actual <laughs> movie. What are the what are the franchises left that they need to make a movie out of? They did Ratchet and Clank already. Knack. Spider Man has his own thing. You know, Knack was on my. Uh, this is like I feel like spoilers for the Spider movie. Hilarious. Plus, the PS Plus Plus review we're gonna do. But on the like, based on what you're playing, games you suggest, they fucking suggested Knack to me. Hell yeah! Like the oh, second thing on my feed. My favorite is like the PS Plus, like yeah, the must play section, and I go in there. I'm like, bro, most most of these are not must play games. You just I want um, Astrobot as um like a little Pixar short. I don't want a yeah. whole movie. They a should do that. Right? How awesome would it be if they did? They had little shorts before every one of the PlayStation movies, right? And it was like a different PlayStation Ooh, platform, or they're they're, all, they're just all Astrobot. I think it's different. all Astrobot, and you could do Astrobot like you know. Try to take what they did in uh, with a- the Astrobot one uh, rescue mission and have it be yeah. like they're they're doing uh, spoofs on other PlayStation games. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really fun. Now it's time for PlayStation picks. Uh, this is where I go through and talk about the games, the the games that have dropped this week and the what we picked to play on PlayStation. Starting with the drop this week, we got Resident Evil Two on PS Five uh, that came out Monday, June thirteenth. We also got Resident Evil Three and Resident Evil Village. Uh, both of those came out the same day. Uh, Ali Ali World Void Riders, the DLC, came out on PS Five and PS Four on Wednesday, June fifteenth. Red Out Two came out on PS Five and PS Four Thursday, June sixteenth. TMNT Shredder's Revenge came out on PS Four Thursday, Woo! June sixteenth. The Gardens Between came out on PS Five. Um, on Thursday, June 16th. Uh, that one's a really cool indie game. Um, and then Amori came out, on, or is coming out on PS4 Friday, June 17th. Explore a strange world full of colorful friends and foes. When the, te- when the time comes, the path you've chosen will determine your fate, dot, 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 and perhaps the fate of others as well. This is one that I've been waiting for to come to consoles for a while. I think it was, it was shown during a either a Nintendo Direct or one of their indie presentations coming to that. And I was like, oh shit, this looks like an Undertale, like Earthbound style game that really speaks to people like me and Barrett, us nerds. Uh, and I saw this and I was like, I can't wait for it to, to come to consoles. Um, and I checked this morning and it's like a surprise release, basically. It came out of nowhere. It turns out it's coming out on Friday for PlayStation. And so um, this one that I can't wait to check out, it seems like on PC it's had a big following. A lot of people seem to dig this one. And so if you're into that kind of game, boom, Amori coming soon. Come today if you're listening to this, the day of release. Greg, what'd you pick to play on PlayStation this week? I made good on something we had said a long time ago, and I played No Janet, not the Kid Amnesia game. Get the hell I out of here. I knew it wasn't. I'm going to. I'm, uh, well, first to. off, we, I, I appreciate That's you penance. for not. T- yeah, I was going to say, Janet hasn't taken me to the woodshed yet, but on Tuesday, she popped up like, wait, are we doing the show today? Because I had totally, in the middle of a meeting I was hosting, been like, Hey, we need to move PSI Love You a little bit earlier on Thursday. I was like, no problem. So I slacked Janet, but I said Tuesday instead of Thursday. So she was ready to go on Tuesday. Yeah, Good man. I like changed my shirt and everything. Like I, I like pulled up a whole setup. It was a whole thing. I mean, it was it really was only 10 minutes of my time. But then I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. And I just went about the rest of my day. And I appreciate it. And so then at the end, yeah, you were like, all right, fine. You have to play Kid Amnesia, though. And I will. But this week has been a nightmare, just a nightmare of work. So I have not been able to. to. 
excuse next week. So next week, ladies and gentlemen, take it to the bank. Next week, I'll play the kid amnesia experience well, to talk about. How long is it? I forget how long it is. Like an hour, maybe two max. I got it. I got like, it. I got it. It's debatable where the end even is. It's a whole thing. Just walk in there. Walk, walk around right. in there. I will do that. Uh, instead, though, what I went and did is I played behind the frame. Uh, if you remember, this is that one uh, that we talked about. I forget which show, but it was definitely one that popped up. And it was we were watching trailer for it. And I was like, holy shit, this looks exactly like my game. Some kind of narrative game. Art style looks a bit anime or whatever. Uh, and it's this, you know, you're going through. It's a point and click of, you know, being this uh, artist. You're in your apartment. You, you know, are trying to finish your uh, painting so that you can apply for art school, you know, and then across the way, there's an old man and his cat. And then, of course, a, a lovely story uh, unfolds. What I appreciated about it was it's a, you know, it's a bit of a puzzler, but it's the usual kind of puzzler where it's like, it's pretty obvious what you're supposed to do and stuff. It's way more about the narrative than it is about uh, making you get stumped or anything with that uh, imagination. Uh, what I appreciated is I didn't see the story going the way the story went. It was that one where I thought I had a dead to rights if I knew what the story was going to be, and I did. It wasn't, and so like he played all the way through, and it was. It's one of those ones that you know. Again, I feel like I knew where even not knowing where we were going, I felt like I knew what the narrative was, and even that by the end went a different direction than I thought it was going to do, and it has left me thinking about it quite a bit. And that's what I, I love uh, wow. about a game, right? Of like a narrative based game of you finish it, and it's still with me days later, where I'm still like, man. And, you know, this, that, or the other about it. I don't want to say anything. Uh, you know, I think you should, if, if you're into Greg and Janet kind of games, I would, I would recommend it again. I think, you know, memory serves, it was an iPhone game or whatever. So it's probably, you can probably pick it up cheaper there than you could on PlayStation. It isn't, it is an easy platinum in terms of like the guide if you wanted to go after. I haven't gone back to it because I wanted to play, you know, without having anything spoiled for me. And now it's like, okay, well, I went back and did X, Y, or Z on these certain specific things I could get what I needed done or whatever. And I plan to eventually because I do really enjoy the game. But, you know, it's fun. It was short. Uh, I'm rusty now. I guess I could look at my trophy list. I want to say I knocked it out really quickly. Hold on, where is it? Why is this sorted weird? Yeah, what do I got here? My first trophy in it was... Oh, I was going to say this is international time. Uh, it looks like I went for like an hour. I went for an hour with it. And obviously, I think I paused and did some work and stuff. Not, well, no, I guess not. I, I paused and maybe answered a text message. Nothing intense, but an hour of a playthrough, but I only have 19% of the trophies. So it's not like there isn't value there if you wanted to go back and do it. I enjoyed it, Janet. I think you like it too. Yeah, I'm glad. I was scared when you first started telling the story because sometimes I'm like, oh, I wanted to play this game too. And then you're like, no. And I'm like, damn. No, yeah, no, I'm no, excited. No. Yeah, I'll pick this one up then. Sounds cool. I was also, this was also on my radar too. I just kind of forgot where the console release was dropping. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it looks like it's 13 bucks. I'm trying to get the PlayStation Store to open up for me to give you a price on it. But yeah, 13 bucks is what it looks like. What have you been playing, Janet? Uh, I've been playing Fortnite. I got my first oh. ever solo victory royale. And um, I was very, very excited. It was a high I haven't felt in gaming in a really long time. Maybe ever is a little dramatic, but I don't play a lot of competitive like multiplayer stuff. So that that actually might fit the bill. Um, I normally save the PlayStation Chalice for the Platinums, but I also use it for momentous events in gaming. So like, you know, when Isaiah finally beats Elden Ring, I'll probably tell him to drink from the Chalice uh, as one does. 
Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, it's funny because I put up the clip and like I know the clip doesn't look impressive like on Twitter because I'm like not that good at the game. And it's like clearly this is just two people who can't play fighting each other. But like, <laughs> you know, hey, at least I didn't lose to me, right? Yeah, there I go. Uh, I think I figured out how to make it not get compressed to hell also when I take it from my PlayStation to Twitter. Um, but yeah, I was thrilled, you know, the new season started, um, I bought the battle pass, uh, so I bought V-Bucks for the first time, and of course I used the Epic Creator Code, kind of funny for all my Epic in-store and in-game purchases, like Rocket League and Fortnite, but I hate Rocket League, and I really like Fortnite. Whoa! Um, hate? I know, wow. I know, I like cars, I like soccer, cars and soccer, it's too floaty, I don't know what to do, I couldn't, it makes me nauseous spinning around in the thing, I couldn't do it. Um, well, you know, I kick really around cool, the though. idea every so often of like, what if I got really good at Rocket League? People always say the Platinum's fun. easy. It'd be fun, uh, like, you know, I know easy, people that but play, but... Blood, uh, or Greg. The Platinum for Rocket League? Yeah. It's lengthy. You have to drive yeah, a I lot. Figured. You have to uh, drive a lot. I definitely, that was like my one of my first Platinums. Um, the same, it was, it was my Rocket first League. Platinum that I didn't even mean to get. Um, but it was like six months after Rocket League had come out, and I, I was playing that really consistently. I want to say I got it like a few weeks after the game came out. But right. I also right, remember that being... I get it. Maybe you drive, really you drive it. longer than I do. You're so good yeah. at driving, bless. Jesus. I'm just saying. I, I didn't Chat said, what's my hard. um? What's my victory rally mode? I don't really... I didn't have one, like, queued up to go. Like, I was so shocked when it ended because just like my other, like, win in a battle royale, Pac-Man 99... I didn't know I won until after I, they told they had to tell me. Yeah, that was me throwing the chunk splash because I didn't know. Like, how do I throw it on myself? I've only used it on other people and on walls. I tried to throw it on the floor. It didn't help anything. I was just like, I was so panicked and getting hit so hard. I had the spray. I'm going in circles around a tree. It was a mess. But I got it. I, like, barely believed that I got it when I got it. I, like, took a screenshot. I was like, video capture. I put the controller down. I ran to my kitchen. I'm like, Isaiah, I got, I got, I won. I won. And I was like, you want to watch it? I'm going to make you watch it anyway if you don't want to watch it. It's like I'm at news. But boom, I did it. All by myself. All by my lonesome. Um, very thrilling. But, yeah, I've been having a blast. I've been, you know, uh, squatting up with um, some of my friends over on Discord, you know, like uh, Neens, Eddie, um, my boyfriend Isaiah. Uh, I played with my brother a little bit as well. And, yeah, I'm super into it. I'm having a blast. They got all these, like, cool new things for the new season. And I'm, like, trying – my goal now is to, like, get enough – earn enough V-Bucks to get the Battle Pass again. Maybe nice. I'll do the League at some point. But, anyway, I'm having a really good time with it. It's really cool, and I feel like it's – pretty it feels pretty approachable to me especially now that there's no build mode like that's the thing that i've just been holding on to for dear life i get in my car i run people over all the time like i have such a good time playing that game <laughs> in my mode i get in the truck and i just ride that shit so the wheels burn <laughs> and then i leave the fire um but yeah i'm having a great time bless what about you i've been actually scrambling to figure out what i want to talk about for this section because i've been playing so many video games in the last like week and a half and i realized that none of them have been on playstation uh just because i've been like what i've been having on the steam deck there have been a lot of uh indie games coming out for like pc switch and stuff um uh, but then also with like the previews we've been doing like a lot of the upcoming games that i got to get my hands on around like oh yeah let me talk about this turns out for some reason they're not coming to playstation um the one game that I did check out last week. Uh, and when I say, when I say check out, it's more of a, a big return for me. Uh, Knockout City, that game recently uh -oh. went free to play. Yeah. And with that, I was like, oh, let me go back to it, see like what's changed. You know, it feels like a brand new big launch for the game. Uh, and jumping back in, man, this game is so fun. Like, it, I, I am shocked by how still fun <laughs> Knockout City is. Cause it was, it was one that we played pretty hardcore for about, well, like a month, maybe like a month and a week or so. And then I, f I fell off hard because I think all of us decided at the same time that, oh, it's time to move on to whatever the next thing is. And so I've not really gone back to it since then. And picking it back up, 
it pick it picks back up so easy right the controls come so naturally uh but then like the gameplay loop is just so at its core fun in a way where i'm like wow i can't believe how good this game is pick up and play from like game one i'm already having a blast and being me and barrett playing on the stream the other day like i feel like we are we automatically locked in like we yeah. knew how to pass we, we it, it to, was like, like we fight. never put, uh, put the game down from last year now, yes so here's my question is it filled with noobs that you're cleaning up on or is it that thing where the only people standing are people like you that are excellent looking? i think there are a lot of noobs coming in because of the free-to-play aspect That's and true. so you're seeing a lot of people a lot of people populate the servers with like just people that don't know how to play as well as me and barrett because you know come on it's me and barrett yeah. yeah um but yeah so like we were cleaning up to that extent but then we do also run into people that are like oh okay you know how to play the game but even with them it's not a thing of they're cleaning us up like we we i think we got into some good back and forths and as i was playing last week with um i think i think it was rihanna and danny like we were having a lot of good back and forths and winning probably a, a, like a good 60 to 70 percent of the the, the games we we're playing and having a good time um there are a few new features one of the balls they added um was the, is the boomerang ball which if you throw it at anything if you once it hits it comes right back and you need to actually catch it and that's been one that has been so difficult for my mind to adjust to because none of the mm. other balls work that way. And so I'll throw a ball, hit somebody, and then the ball comes back and it hits me and knocks me or whatever. And it doesn't take down my health, but it is just the annoying thing of being discombobulated for a second and me realizing that like, oh shit, I'm open now. Um, or like, even if I miss and hit the ground, it'll come back. And so like the ball, no matter what, is always coming back to you unless the opponent catches it. And that is just a, a thing that takes so much uh, mental adjusting to get used to. And then there are a few new maps um, that have been added since the last time I picked it up. Uh, one of the apps, uh, one of the maps is like a, it's like a prison yard kind of map where they have these uh, flying saucers that if they spot you, they'll uh, put you in a cage ball. I absolutely hate <laughs> this feature. Um, I do not enjoy this map. Yeah, like very showing footage if you're watching the video version. Like if you're just not paying attention or if you're in the heat of battle and happen to step into one of the spotlights, you'll mm -hmm. you'll just get caged. And it is so annoying. There's I, also – go I, for it. Uh, I, I less dislike the, the little orbs that are – the little pillars that try to find you because it's kind of useful to like – get the the prison uh, or the the cage balls and stuff like yeah. that if you know how to time like they're they're if you like if you can catch it yeah yeah um at least as long as you can time it out i just don't like the flow of the map the way it's designed and stuff it, it feels very weird i feel like i'm always looking for where the fight is whereas like in other maps i feel like i can kind of naturally gauge where things are going to happen next where i can't with this one I feel that. There's also one other map. Bear just showed where we just got clobbered, but also one of our randos <laughs> yeah. dropped off. Uh, but there was, there's another map, too, uh, that is, uh, I think it's like maybe like a farm-like setting. Uh, but it's, it's the map with flying saucers on it, where you can hop on uh, and basically, like, Spider-Man, Green Goblin, glider your way around the map. Uh, I did not have fun with that map. That's one of the, the, the newer, newer ones. <laughs> I did not that, like this one bit. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy that one one bit. I was playing with it with uh, Ree and, and Danny and some folks. And Emmett Watkins Jr. actually was playing with this too. Oh. And like a minute into playing that map, we were just like, oh, what is this? And I'm not enjoying this one. Let's finish this game and try to hop into another one. Um, but like aside from those, those things, right, like I've been really enjoying going back into the game. Um, but like now I'm like, Oh, there's so many games about to come out that I don't know if I'm going to have as much time to get back into Knockout City because, Greg, we're entering into indie season. There are a lot of indie games coming up. And so, like, indie I... season siren, sorry. Oh, no, yeah. No, I, I, people should Just make sure you understand. Make sure you understand. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, you know, Amori is coming up. TMNT is coming up. Like, I've been playing Neon White on my... TMNT's uh, here, man. 
TMNT, yeah, TMNT is already here. So like, you know, people, uh, uh, I'm gonna hop into that hopefully if I get time. Um, but then like the heaps, the the hits keep coming with like Sonic Origins, which I know is indie, but like I'm gonna check that out. Capcom DNF Duel Cuphead DLC that's coming through, and then um the one I'm really excited for early July we're getting Arcade Geddon uh from uh uh the Ilphonic. studio you really love yeah from Ilphonic and I'm, I'm like weirdly very excited about that game i've not played it since the beta last year but i had a lot of fun with the beta oh was that just the i thought that was like an early access thing so it's, sorry it's been early access okay so it is early. so you could play it right now they're just doing a 1.0 yes like it's Got finally it. launching into into 1.0 and i've been waiting because i want to get like the actual progression and um play like the finalized version because when i first jumped into it last year it felt unfinished in a lot of aspects but felt like it had a lot of great potential so i'm hoping that one hits and i'm hoping that people get into it because i want to play this game with other people because i had a fun time with it well fantastic ladies and gentlemen that's another episode of ps i love you xoxo we're your playstation podcast we run you through the playstation news you need to know about each and every week remember of course you can support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny games get each and every episode ad free you can watch this recorded each and every thursday live just like madeline stanley is my dog nick 96 is and omega buster r of course if you have no bucks to toss our way no big deal maybe use that kind of funny code on epic game store or when you're not playing pc or you're playing the Fortnite, you're buying your v bucks you use it there of course you can get the show for free youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe uh i have good news blessing and janet we did win uh barrett courtney in the ps i love you chat says ordered a one terabyte ssd are you happy it's coming tomorrow we're very yes. happy, blessing. Or, uh, we're very happy, Barrett. We're proud of you. We're happy. Thank you. you. Now I'd you never have better, to think according uh, again. Uh, like I barely even fill up the seven hundred gigs that I that I have already on there. I feel like time to start downloading stuff, and there's no better time yeah. than PlayStation Plus. Yeah, no, that's I mean, the here's the thing: like, is like I, I barely freedom. Pl- I, I barely play games on the PlayStation anymore. You know, it's like I've got this Xbox, I've got uh, the Switch, I've got this uh, PC. Uh, all right, whatever, blessing, Mister. Oh, like I need to get all games on my Steam. Joel and Ellie's supremacy and this fucking Steam Deck is fucking amazing. Everybody get one, right? It'll change your life. It'll change your goddamn. You can't get one. Why? Why are you? Why are you selling me a thing? Why would you show me it if I can't fucking buy it? Yeah. If anyone watching Cut Gems, get money. That I'm talking about. There you go. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a post show to do. We're going to ask answer Ron's question: If two PlayStation Studios had a swap IP, what would you want to see? Ooh. Until next time. That's going to be really good. It can't all be topic of the show. Oh, God, how old is this fruit from 7-Eleven? Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.